Blog Talk Radio. Brother, brother, there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some love here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. You see, war is not the end. For only love can conquer hate. You know we've got to find a way to bring some love and kiss here today. Pick it black and pick it fast. Don't punish me with brutality. Talk to me so you can see. media 
on Instagram, on on uh, Facebook, on Snapchat, and it seems like we wanna we want to buy into into that into the myth that that is the, the stereotypical black woman in the in the 21st century, and we're just going to expose that as a as a flat out uh, fallacy. It's a it's a it's a myth. Um, Kenya, what are some of your uh, initial thoughts on on the topic as I, I've just laid it out? Um, well, I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about the fact that, you know, we, we've been typecast as a derogatory character in the community, uh, a character right. that is blamed for the downfall of the, the complete community. And we need right. to talk about that because that, while that person does exist out there somewhere, that person is not the representative. That is not the average black woman. And we need to stop, right. you know, it, it, we're like racists against our own people when we pick, right. the, you know, the worst possible version of ourselves and hold that up as the average. That's not who we are. Right. Right, and and that and, and that's that's what this is about because this is about protecting the the black female the, the black female image because let's be honest there's there's degeneracy in, in every race degeneracy is not unique uh, to 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 the black experience and it's, it's certainly not unique to the black female experience but what is unique to the black female experience is the defeminization. And dehumanization she's been subject to ever since she's been brought ever since she was brought here from the shores of, of from the shores of West Africa, and that's something that that we as black men have to be honest about. And much of the vitriol uh, that's that's uh, you know placed placed on her from amongst her, from amongst our own people and own community is internalized toxicity, internalized yeah. internalized white supremacist toxicity. Whether we talk about and and this is this is how come I find uh, this whole assault on on weave as uh, I, I I find it hilarious. It's it's really to be honest, it's absurd because yeah. as I as I stated before, beautification of the of the female body is not something unique. So why how, how why do we make it a character uh, disqualifying trait for black women? Like yeah. you know. Tommy Sotomayor and others, they, they they speak on it as if it shows some type of latent character flaw with black women. White mm-hmm. women don't uh, beautify, beautify themselves, as if Indian women don't beautify themselves, as if Asian women don't beautify themselves. So I'm like, what, what, what are you trying to say? I mean, okay, fair enough. They, they're not uh, wearing their, their natural hair or they're not wearing hair hats, as you say, but that hair hats are, are something that men started. Men started hair hats, if that's what you want to call it. Even if we go back to the to the uh, early Victorian period, when you had the when you you had the wig party, you had an entire political party based on the fact that men were wearing wigs. So why is it a, why why is it a negative thing when black women do it? It's it, 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 it's it's not the beha- it's it's not the behavior that you have a problem with. It's the woman you have a problem with, and that's why this uh this agenda and 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 this this climate has to be challenged. And and I don't even really think that these these men, these black men, have any idea of the damage that they're doing to to the future generation. Because like I said, this is about the black female image. And if we constantly promote 
the most despicable images of black women and hold, and hold them up as, as the norm, then you're going to have an entire male population, their entire male uh, counterparts coming up, already viewing them and deeming them as unworthy and unfit to, to, to be connected with in matrimony or in, or, in any other, in it, or in any other way besides cheap sex, which is what's really causing it, it, which, uh, is really causing this single mother phenomenon. Right. And that this is this is come kind of this is how, how come I take extreme ex, extreme exception to it. And not only that, when we look at the when we look at the data, the statistical data, the empirical data about where black where black women are and how they fare, we we can see that it's a myth. They're the, the black women are the, are the most educated group, and they, and and they'll even challenge that. But when you look at the the, the group that's in that's enrolled in, in secondary education, the number one group is black women. When you look at the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs in the country, it's black women. Black women have represented 322% in, um, in African-American-owned businesses. And then when we look at their white, their white counterparts, white females, white females actually have higher incarceration rates than black women. And, and, and that's been the trend ever since 2000. So this myth that black women are somehow destroying the community it, it is a flat-out lie. And so that's how come I'm perplexed when they talk about they want to hold black women accountable for their behavior. What you really want to hold black women accountable for is the fact that you've been, you've been relegated to irrelevancy and invisibility by your oppressor, and, and, and they've continued to, to uh, strive and thrive and be successful in spite of your actions. That's what you want to hold them accountable for. It's like, it's, it's like that jilted lover dynamic. You know how you might be in a relationship with somebody and, you know, y'all doing your thing, and then when, once the relationship uh, dissolves and you go your separate ways, the next time you want to see that person, you, you don't want to see that person doing better without you than they did with you. Right. And, 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 and that's really, and that's really what, the, what the problem is. The issue for the issue for black men, for the black male, is that he's been rele, relegated to, to irrelevancy, and, and and that's something that that I've said as a as a black men, as a as a group, as a male group within the global community, have not been offered a seat at the table of of global manhood by these other male groups. The Asians don't, the Arabs don't, the Indians don't, the Europeans don't. They they, they get treated like children. We have, as, as, a, as a male group, we have no say in the global politics or the global economy. That's our problem, not our women. But because you have, but because you have yet to formulate an, adequate, an adequate, adequate strategy to deal with that, you want to take it out on your women. And, and, and then you wonder why the, these uh, other male groups refuse to, to give you a seat at that table. You've been relegated to the kitty table. That's the, and that that's what it is, and this and this is how come many of them are uh, emasculated. Yeah, well, that comes from looking at each other as opponents and not teammates. Because if the black woman is doing better, then you know when the black man and the black woman come together as a unit, it's beneficial for both parties. I don't understand why the black woman making achievements and having accomplishments is, you know, why that's so offensive. It's not an affront to black men's manhood. Right. 
Right. That's that that that's absolutely um that that's absolutely right. And like I said, we treat it like um you know, like a zero a, a zero sum game. And right. And and that's what we have to and that's why I said that that as men, black men should have understood that they needed to operate differently in in their households and their communities in relation to their women. Because you don't have it like that like that white man had it. You never had. You never have. That's and, and, and that's your problem. And so where the schism comes in at is where you want to dominate and be domineering over your over your woman. And because you don't wield the same power as 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 the white as that the, the same power that the white man wields in his in his household because you're economically uh, disenfranchised in a, a castrated position, you don't you don't have that same weight to throw around. And so there there'll always be that. Um, that schism, if you approach it from that aspect, let, let, let's be honest. It's it, it's in a woman's nature, a female's nature, to gravitate towards the male with the power. When we start talking about the alpha, the alpha male dynamic, the beta male dynamic, the omega male dynamic, the gamma male dynamic. That's what we're. That, this is what we're really talking about. So you can't fault the, the the female for doing what it is that females do. They gravitate towards men with power. And this is and how come they'll use I'm sorry? Go ahead. Oh, okay, I said um and this is how come they use the thug caricature as the the, the so called template or standard that black women uh run to. But when you ask these men, okay, so define thug and define good man. What are we what exactly what are we talking about here? They can never give you any specifics as to what they mean. Never, they can never give you any specifics because what, what because what it is that that black women tend to be uh, attracted to is 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 a, is a sense of power or what we you know what we call swagger. That's what that's what that that's what that's about. But that's integral to to uh, to being a female. That's the, that's the way it's set up. It's set up in nature. So we can't. So because we fail to meet that benchmark, we can't blame black women for that. We've got to step our game up as men. That's the solution to, to, to that problem. Not try and sit here and, and browbeat and denigrate black women into submission and into accepting our mediocrity or the mediocrity that is, that is modern-day black manhood. Like, for instance, I was listening to the 5150 show with Corey Holcomb, and they were talking about interracial dating and things like that. And, you know, they were talking about how it's viewed one way when women do it and viewed another way when, when men do it. Let's go, mm-hmm. let's go with that. Let's say that women employ a double standard when it comes to that dynamic. What, what we have to understand is that our black women are not in short supply for us. Due to the system of, of uh, asymmetrical white domination, black women... In, in, in these spaces tend to, to, to be high, tend to uh, overpopulate the, 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 the male population. It's more women than it is men. So that's number one. That's the, that, and so if you have other women coming, into, coming and, and siphoning black men out of, out of a community where black men are already scarce, well, of course, sisters are going to have an attitude when it comes to that. Of course. And then not only that, as black men, we've, we've fallen into the myth of the pristine white woman. 
and I have some I have some some things I want to read because like I was reading an article right and do you know that at one time on um I think it was I don't know if it was Facebook it was it was somewhere on it could have been a a chat room or something like that but they had a uh they had a, a thing they would call it was called wreck a black girls Monday and what it what it is is they would put up you know pictures of these white women that would have the prototypical what we would consider black female features, you know, a big derriere, good full mm-hmm. lips, nice full hips. You see what I'm saying? This is the type of this is the type of psychology that you have black men out here dealing with while simultaneously calling black women the destruction of the community. What community? How do we define community? How do we define community? A community is a is a, a space where you control your politics, your uh your legal system, uh, law enforcement, and your economy. We've never had an economy. I mean, we've never had a community. That's the problem, and that's what we need to be focused on um, developing as men. And so when they, when, they, when they go to the bottom of the barrel and pick these women from the bottom of the barrel, like Tommy Sotomayor does, you know, because he, does, he, he, he picks stories and shows, you know, all these different stories of, of, of horrific things that black women did. But you think if I, if I went in my Google search engine and I picked up and I Googled horrific things that white women did, tons of video wouldn't come up. Right. So what he does is he used that to, 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 to show some type of pathology that's uh, integral to black women as opposed to the pathology being integral to the environment. Right. So, you know, like single mothers in these spaces, um, you know, the, I hate to use this terminology, but the ratchet hood rat in these spaces, they are a product of, of the environment. They are not producing the environment. But because you, like I said, because you haven't formulated a strategy to build your communities and, and, thing, and, and things like that, you don't want to face the fact that that is the environment. Because if you face the fact that this, it's the environment, then you would have to tackle the forces that's creating the environment. And that's a tall order that you've never been able to, to fulfill. And you know that. So at the end of the day, it's it, it's cowardice. It's black male cowardice, and you know at some point you got to call a spade a spade. Definitely. I don't know where our, I don't know where our um our guest co-host is. Yeah, I don't Was know. Is she confused either. about the time? Um, I don't think so. I told her Eastern, so okay. She's and, in the same thing and you know what. Okay. Um, I actually have, um, you know, toward the the latter end of the show, I have some, you know, some comments that I want to read from from a couple of our videos, some some viewer comments, you know, and just talk about them a little bit because, you know, the the, the comment, the the comments from the viewers, it's been mixed. It's been, it's been overwhelmingly positive as to what, you know, the message is and the mission is of, of the great liberators, uh, Great Liberators radio show, but you know mm-hmm. you have your uh, intransigent, you know, obstinate forces from both right. from both sides. You know, from mm-hmm. from the the from women who are, to be quite frank, toxic, and and from men who are who are toxic. And so, uh, you know, those things I want to read and um and go into. But um, yeah, like I was saying, it, it's it's something that's prevalent, and, and like I said, it, it's creating. Uh, and in a climate, a social climate that's making it dubious for black women. And it seems to me that, you know, we want to, like when, when it comes to, like, the, like check this out. 
I think it's one in four black men are uh, are going to have a criminal record, some type of arrest record or some type of criminal record. If you're a high, if you're a black male, that's a high school dropout. The number the number rises to to seven out of ten, and that's how come. And that's why I keep saying that the that this argument that 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 these black women are picking. The, are picking the wrong men when you know there's a system in place producing the wrong men. You know that. That's the system. You know that. And so there there aren't enough viable black men circulating. There aren't enough viable black men that's a, that's available to black women, especially when we go into these closed these closed uh, neighborhoods. When we go into the in, into these ghettos. And and so that's why I said that that's a disingenuous argument. And you want to. Use the, the woman, the, the women in those uh, in those spaces, as the the lightning rod for the for the hatred and the vitriol that you should have towards the system that that has been oppressing you nonstop for the last four hundred some odd years. Right. I had a couple um, comments that I want to say about some of the things you've already said. Okay. okay yeah. Go ahead. Okay. When you're t- saying that women are attracted to men who have swagger. I think swagger, right. I mean, you all understand what that is, but more so than swagger because I feel like swagger has a, a negative, um, like an urban mm. hip-hop connotation to it, and that's, that's right. not always the case. I think more so than swagger, it's confidence. There can be a man that mm. has confidence, and he's dressed in a suit and tie. He's a business guy or whatever. He is not a thug walking around with a, a do-rag and a, tank top on, you know, <laughs> men don't approach women like that. You know, they, right. they come with their best. They don't, you know, they don't come to her looking like your average street thug, which is just stereotypical. Again, we're stereotyping ourselves using what right. Europeans would use to stereotype us. Also, right. um, exactly. when you're talking about men being upset about women in the workplace and being uh, strong and independent specifically, you know, I I want to know how they reconcile that against the fact that they always, I won't say always, many men say that a woman has to have more than vagina. She has to bring right. something to the table. So if right. you want that woman to bring something to the table, you cannot hate the strength and independence, which is basically just drive and determination. You cannot hate right. the things that help her acquire those things. At the same right. time, you, want, you need her to have acquired that to even be considered as a romantic partner. Also, right. one other thing, when you're talking mm-hmm. about um, women always picking these so-called thugs, okay, right. you cannot really get to know someone on the level that you need to get to know them until after you have picked them as a prospective, you know, you have, they have to be your prospect first, meaning you have to pick them to some extent to even, you know, begin to develop a a more familiar relationship with them. So all this stuff about picking thugs, unless you're saying that we should stereotype men on sight alone, which is what the police do. Right. You know, don't, don't, don't ask us, to stereotype you just based off the way you look because you know you really don't want us to do that. Right. Right. Uh that's 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 absolutely uh right what you said. And but 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 and but at the end of the day, these are those are just excuses that that 
these brothers are making because they don't want to step up to the plate. And and that's why I said if 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 the requirement is for you to to formulate a strategy that actually works and gets something done for a change for the, for your people and for the and for the community, and that's a tall order that you've never really been able to fulfill. Well, then you'll tend to want to middle around at the bo- at the bottom and deal with symptoms of the problem as opposed to dealing with the problem. And so, in in an effort to do that, you you concoct these uh, these myths. Like you know, uh, like I said, it's it's I find it ironic how that these men who make these claims that they use thug the same way white society use, uses thug when it wants to demonize uh, black black people as a group, because mm-hmm. thug is this this shadowy menacing black guy that nobody can quite put their finger on. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why that's why I always ask them, okay, well t- define for me what's a good man and what's a thug. Well, you, you you ain't messing with nerds, okay? A nerd can easily engage in the same behavior that uh, a thug can. That's Inter- right. in- intellectual capacity has nothing has nothing to do with how with how one would treat or mistreat a woman. So what's your? You're making excuses, right? And it, and this is how come some this is how come someone like Tommy Sotomayor can make, levy all these charges against against black women while being the type of man that he that he uh, eviscerates them for dealing with it's, it's hypocrisy. It's not it's not leadership. What they're doing is hypocrisy. It's it's, it's not um, leadership. And you know, the other day I was I, I I I brought up the fact that black female incarceration in America was rooted in the black woman's uh, need to defend herself. Like that's when we talk about black female incarceration. That's what it was because the system didn't protect her and black men didn't protect her like they should have. So many times she, the, the, the lot of fall, the lot of protecting, of protecting herself fell to her. And when she did, and when she would protect herself, she would be, uh, she would be penalized and criminalized for it. Um, there's this story that I want to read right quick. And it, 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 I was just doing some research and it goes to exactly what I was talking about. It says, in, in 1850, a Missouri man named Robert Newsom purchased a girl named Cecilia, who was about 14 years old. For the next five years, he repeatedly raped her. Cecilia birthed at least one child by Newsom. When she became pregnant again, she, she begged Newsom to quit forcing her while she was sick. He refused, and one day in June of 1855, informed Cecilia that he was coming to her cabin that night. When Newsom arrived and attempted to rape Cecilia again, she grabbed a stick about as large as the upper part of a Windsor chair and and beat Newsom to death. A judge rejected Cecilia's self-defense claim and she was found guilty of murder and sentenced to death while she was in jail, she gave birth to the child who was who arrived stillborn not long after Cecilia was hanged. So that's just one of the many stories that we never get to about the black female experience. And that's this time come I take exception with the idea of, of feminism being only for white women. Uh, it, it destroying the community. It destroying. So what when you because when you say that what you're saying is that the bedrock of the black community has to be the black woman's suffering. 
has to be the black woman's isolation, has to be the black, the black woman, woman's pain. But then when black feminists come and say things like, we're the mule of the community, as, as, as men, you want to pretend like you have no idea what they're talking about. See, because what it is is that it, these, these men, they, um, they tend to dis- disassociate themselves from the, from the black woman when her condition is, a, is an indictment of their leadership, either exposing it as ineffective or non-existent. And that, and, and this is precisely what's going on, and why they create all these uh, all these different myths to, to 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 remove any blame and responsibility from themselves as men, and put it all on the all on the woman. I, I've never seen any any group of men that profess to be leaders and proclaim to be leaders constantly saying her too. I don't see that. I don't see Asian men saying her too. I don't see Arab men saying her too. I don't see the white man saying her too. I don't see none of these other male groups who are actually getting something done saying her too. So why is it that, that, that when it comes time for you to take responsibility as the man or, or as the leader, you're constantly saying her too? And then they'll say things like, well, we're ready to lead, we're ready to take over, but they won't let us. What do you mean won't let you? Get you a woman, build you a family, and leave. I don't understand that. Like, what, what are you expecting to happen? Do you want a, a big inauguration um, parade and where black, all black women come and say, here, now we're, 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 we're letting you leave? You're full of shit. And, it, and like I said, it, it pisses me off because the entire time we're just sitting here lollygagging, our people are steady dying. But, but you have the nerve, you have the nerve to sit on uh, Facebook or, or, or on any other social media apparatus and create a, and, and create a, a, a site called Wreck a Black Girl Monday, and then you don't, you you can't fathom why black women are are angry. They they sick of your shit. That's why they're angry. They have a reason to be angry. You haven't been on your job. You haven't been on your job, and in this and, and within this vacuum of, of of male leadership, it has become extremely popular and lucrative to be anti-black woman. And then I guess forty years from now, when the when when the the, the fruit of this demonic seed that you've been peddling, uh, Mr. Sotomayor, for the last five years has been born, where you have a a single mother rate of ninety percent, uh, upwards of ninety percent then you'll create another myth to, 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 to remove brain from yourself again and once again lay it at the feet of the black woman. And sitting here calling, you know, these men, grown men calling other men simp. This is, this is in high school. This is in high school. The, the, the being called names by a, by a group of men who are emotionally underdeveloped and codependent doesn't bother me one bit. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me one bit because at, at the end of the day, the, the the ball is in your court. Men lead. They don't ask permission to lead. They don't wait to lead. They just lead. So it, it, it's no invisible force stopping you from doing what you need to do. The only thing that's stopping you from what you need to do is that you're scared. You're scared. Well, they need they need to they need to deal with that displaced anger because putting it on the only ally that you have in this entire world, your natural counterpart, is not healthy. It's not conducive right, it's not. to the restoration of the black family. Right, right, and it, I mean, and it's just like you know, and 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 they buy into every um, stereotype of uh, every stereotype about about black women that that. Um, our conquerors promoted. 
like, you know, the past couple of days on Facebook, you know, I've been talking about these, you know, about these issues. And like I said, black women deserve this advocacy. I refuse to put a, to put a, to put a litmus in for, for, for how I treat black women. And, and the reason why is because I understand that as a, that as a black man, I deal with unique struggles. I have my own struggle in this, in this system. And so I know, I know, I know for women, it, it, for black women, it's even more compounded. So I can respect you as a as a human being. You don't have to be dressed a certain way. You don't have to be looking a certain way. I respect you as a human being because I know what I'm going through in this system. But you want to sit here and tell me that it's the women that's unempathetic? But the reason why you don't want to allow yourself to you don't want to allow yourself to identify with empathy to the to the to the plight of black women is because when you do that, then you'll be compelled to do something. Then you'll be compelled to do something. And we know how how men who actually compel uh, who, who actually dare to to uh, address the situation uh, genuinely? How they end up? Men like Martin Luther King, men like you know Malcolm X, Mega Evers. These dudes are they're cowards. They're cowards, and they, and they created this this entire zeitgeist in in mythology to insulate themselves while they continue to watch their nation, the ship, go down in flames. And so, you know, like you know, they talk about. You know, MGTO, uh, you know, dating um, white women. All you're really saying is that you're not going to go down with the ship. You're not going to do nothing to, to, to save the ship. You're just going to bail and save yourself. And let's be honest, that's, that's nothing new when it comes to, to black male leadership. Let's just keep it a buck fifty. Well, if I you have something else I wanted to read. Oh, go ahead. Um, like here's a, a you know some more research I was doing. Uh, it it says from the mid '70s to the mid '80s, America's incarceration rate doubled. From the mid '80s to the '90s, it doubled again. Then it went higher still. And you can see the track of the the um the single mother rate, you know, steadily climbing, steadily climbing, steadily climbing. So if we know that the that it, it's it's the system that has uh, in, in, in mass incarcerated you and t- taking you out of the home, why are you blaming it on welfare? Why? Because if, if you're not there to protect and, and, and to provide, what you want the woman to do? You want her to starve? What, like, what, what are they supposed to do? So you create this myth of, of welfare because if, if, you, if you place it at welfare, then you can redirect the, the blame and the anger and the hatred to your woman. That's why. That's why you're doing that. Like I said, at the end of the day, it, it boils down to uh, they're scared. And, you know, I was just, I, I wasn't even trying to find this on um, online, but I ran across this, and it, it's a book. It's called, it's called The Negro Wars, and I, I think it's by Baba Tunde Uma. And it, it says, a short and critical examination of the modern-day black woman, the, the destroyer of the black community, and the cause of the up and coming civil battle. So th- this is the this is the type of uh garbage you have um flowing out here. All of a sudden black men have no control over anything. Their their hands are just tied. They they they, they don't even have control over over their their penis and where they choose to um inject their semen to 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 to, to create children. Apparently I, that that because 
when you look at the, the, the discourse and the language that's used and the things that are, that are said, even by other women, that's basically what they're saying. And it goes to show how that black men, even, even, though, they're in a, even though they're in a fallen state, that the, the woman in the, in, in the course, in the, in the rhythm of, of the community still, still, still follows them. Because you can, you can see women, these, these black women, with the same internalized toxicity, re- repeating and regurgitating the excuses that these men are making and the accusations that these men are making. And, and, and you know that, you know, feminists and those on the other side of the, you know, of the, of the, of the, the spectrum, you know, they, they call them pickmies, you know, like, as if they're trying to get picked. And I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, um, remiss to say that there is some truth to that because like I said, viable black men are scarce. But even though even though the system has done has done all this to make viable black men scarce, it doesn't mean we have to accept that as the reality. It doesn't have to be a foregone conclusion. If we incorporate cultural standards of excellence and higher standards of manhood and as men hold other men accountable, then we can actually you know, reverse these trends because for, for all the things that we've said and that we've discussed about um, the myth of the way with black women, black women are doing some tremendous things since since 2000. Their incarceration rates have decreased by 500 percent. Since 1997, their entrepreneurship their um, entrepreneurship rates have increased by uh 322 percent and and that's why i keep saying it's a myth and if if the if the if if the the um world star hip-hop caricature black caricature black woman is is the the representation of the of the of the single mother you made because you chose to engage in illicit unprotected sex with that woman then that's a reflection of your value system that's it's right. a reflection of your value system. So don't just say that black women are choosing thugs. A lot of you men, because you're so interested in, 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 in getting your rocks off and, and, and are totally devoid of, of family building principles, are choosing to have sexual liaisons, casual sex with these women, aren't using protection, and are getting them pregnant. That's what's really going on. But you don't want to deal with that. See, because if we, when we look at the historical aspect of it, and the thing that has, one of the things that has always confronted black men within the system of uh, asymmetrical white domination is the fact that they have not been able to behave sexually like the white man and get away with it. And they know that. And so in order to compensate for that, we've, de- we, we've, we've developed a culture within black society and, and, and black spaces where we allow them that, we allow them that. Like, for instance, uh, Shahrazad Ali said, Right after, in, in her book, uh, The Black Man's Guide to Understand the Black Woman, after, right after she intimated that, that black men should slap black women in the mouth, she, she's going to say the average black man will have anywhere from 100 to 500 sexual partners. Excuse me? You're going to sit here. You're really going to sit here and talk about the breakdown of the family and then turn right around and say that the average black man will have 100 to 500 sexual partners as if that's normal, as if that's right. healthy, as if that behavior is conducive to building a family. It is not. Because if we just play the odds, I guarantee you, somewhere out of that 100 to 500 sex partners, there's a pregnancy scale or there is a pregnancy. 
And there's STDs there's as well. Scare or, there is, or there is a pregnancy. I'm sorry? And there's STDs as well. Right. STDs are right. Because they even they even use that to, to try and um, uh, uh, imply some type of character flaw with, with, with the black woman when the, the newest, the, 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 the group that's leading in the, the newest HIV cases are black, are young black men. Young black men also lead in, are also the, the leading group when it comes to refusing to use a condom. And these are all verifiable stats. But when you talk about these things online, they reject it, and then they, they like it, it, it's not true. So when the so when the empirical data shows that that you have your own issues, your own behavior that you need to be held accountable for, it's it's not true. It's white man propaganda. It's the white it's the white man, and that's why I say it, it's disingenuous to sit here and try and pretend like for the last forty years black men have just been lining up have just been lining around the corner to be husbands and fathers. No, you haven't. You were very content with the new sex, with the sexual revolution, because that's something else. I, you know, I made a post about that. How how that prior to um, the end of miscegenation, many many black w- women were sexually conservative. They were sexually conservative. Once once black men got in mass, got access access to to white women, it 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 ramped up the sexuality of black women because black women had to compete. Because it was white women who spearheaded the sexual revolution. Right. So what you talking about? You didn't have no problem with feminism then, when it when it when it <laughs> meant to be, and, and 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 that's why I said that, you know, feminism, is it, within the social cultural, social political, and social economic context of America is antithetical to white supremacy because white supremacy is based on white male patriarchy. It it, it is not in line with it. The only way. That feminism becomes in line with with white supremacy is when you have white supremacist females who also identify as feminists, which only uh, which, which only shows that intersectionality exists for white women the same way it exists for black women. Issue the the issue where where race and gender meet. But just as a, as a, as a, as a philosophy, feminism does not go hand in hand. With white supremacy, and that's why I say, and, and, and it, it just goes to how how these issues are complex. Because even though feminism uh, took took a certain level of of power away from from black from black men, when we talk about you know within within business and, and maybe within politics, it, it 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 liberated them from this from the lynching thing. Because when a, when a white woman said, "Okay, I'm sexually liberated. I'm gonna do what I want with my body," then those oppressive miscegenation laws became null and void. Well, I wanted to say, um, speaking about okay, the I think world, I got Brandy. Here. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring her on. Um, hello. hello, Brandy. Yes, I am here. Hey. Sorry about hey. the lateness. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I was listening. Um, I, I have several. I, I have several points to kind of co, co uh, inside with what you were saying. Um, Go for it. Okay. The first being um, when you talk about uh, the the young black males becoming one of the highest statistics of the HIV carriers. Um, I have had right. this conversation with people and. 
they always bring it's, it's it's always interesting to me to have conversations with people about things like this because they will be quick to bring up the black women's HIV statistics and right completely completely gloss over or flat out deny the black male statistics. Um, right. You know, so I'm I'm in a uh, in a place of of just literal you know this is for interracial dating and we hate black women. And that's one of the main right. points that they were well, black women lead the lead the pack in HIV. And I'm like, okay, but if you if you can say that most black women date black men because right. that's how come they end up being single parents and all this, black women only mainly date black men, and black women have high HIV rates. How do you then say, but that but not black men? Do you see what right. I'm saying? Right. Like it, it, there's mm-hmm. a disconnect right. between the things that affect us and how they take absolutely no responsibility in that. Like all black right. women are single parents. So you're saying that all black men are deadbeat dads. No, that's not what I'm saying. Right. How do you make that disconnect? You know what I'm, you know, it's almost like I, it's hard to explain, but it's like you can't reason with someone who has completely shut down any aspect of any responsibility and anything that's going on. Um, and right. I'm not well, about well, pointing fingers and placing blame. I'm about, do you see how we all are affected by this? And no, they don't. They never do. Right. Right. And, and, and that's the thing, see, that because that's what happens when, you know, w- w- when you have a value system as men that's predicated upon um, on the, the devalue, uh, devaluing your women. And, 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 and that's why I said that that's one of the, the the semi uh, underbellies of, of of black society. We have a, a subculture that's predicated upon how how much a black man can misuse, mistreat, and abuse a black woman, and then after he's done all that, disregard her. This is how come the pimp uh, pimp caricature pimp caricature is venerated within our spaces. And that's why I said I made the comment a little while ago that that black men have a tendency to disassociate themselves from the black woman when her condition is a result of of uh, of his leadership. And 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 it's, it's, and it's the same thing because you'll 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 blame the you'll they'll even blame their criminal their own criminaliz- criminalization as a group. They'll blame that on the black woman as opposed to blaming it on the system of 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 white supremacy. That's criminalized you from the, from the moment you hit the you hit the shores of America. Absolutely, it's a it's, it's, a, always, it's, a, it's a deep Well, who psychosis. raised them there? That's that's the number one. That's the comeback. If you say, well, okay, if black women are this this this, if that means you know, and black men are this this this, then let's talk about both things. And the very first thing they always say, well, is who raised us? Well, who raised if if black men are this? Who do you think is raising them? So it always comes back to all of the blame of of everything that's ever happened ever in society. It it falls back on the shoulders of the black woman. And, again, if you try to reason and use logic and approach them logically, Mm -hmm. you can see the circuit boards flying. Like I always say, when I come at them logically and say, this is what's happening – the very, I've, right. been, I've been in situations where they will throw each other under the bus. 
Like, I've been in situations right. where I've been like, black men are raising their children. They just did a huge study on that. So you cannot say every problem in the in black society falls on the shoulders of these single women if you also, on the other hand, are saying black men are raising their children at a rate higher than any other race. And they and I've had right. men tell me, I've, I, well, I've never seen, I, oh, so you're, I, I had a man say to me, well, I have never seen any any black fathers around. Um well, you can't yeah. be raising your kids right if you're wearing skinny jeans and all. I mean, just and I said, y'all are y'all are so hell bent on hating and right. and throwing all the blame on us that you will literally throw each other under the bus in order to do so. Like that is scary right. to me because that to me right. says that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We hate you. We right. we're going to right. blame everything on you, even if we have to blame ourselves in the process. Does, does, right. does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you get mad when, when people bash black men. Right. You I know, mean, like, like I said, said I've never a, seen any good black fathers. Uh, I would be a, a emasculating, hateful black woman. But you right. say I've never seen any black fathers around, and there's nothing wrong with that. It makes no sense. Right. Right. It's the it's the culture, and 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 this is how come. Like I said, this is how come you have a you have a crop. Of these these viable, self sufficient, independent black women, and then on the on the other side you have this crop of emasculated, datafied, emotionally underdeveloped, emotionally codependent black men. And so there's a, they they can't there is no they can't connect. The only way that a connection could happen is if is if the black one if is if that black woman takes a self deprecating disposition because. Black masculinity and black manhood has has been constructed around its just its its juxtaposition to black women. We don't we don't we don't want to juxtapose it with with other male groups. You see what I'm saying? Because if right. because if we do that as black men, we're automatically found wanting if we do that. Right. We're automatically found wanting as, as men if we do that. And so we don't so we don't right. want to do that. We don't want to look in we don't want to look in the mirror of of introspection and see the ugly sight that's going to be staring back at us as black men. Because for, because for all the dominance that's been exerted over black men as a group, there is an answer. There's always an answer. There's no problem that exists that there isn't an answer. But the, the, the thing is, is the answer might require your life. And, and right. you're afraid to do that. These men are afraid. They're afraid. Period. That's what it is. They're afraid, and you can see that this is this is the reason why they could kill Sandra Bland. You've done nothing. They killed uh, uh, Tim Mill Rice. You've done nothing. They killed Michael Brown. You've done nothing. On and on and on and on and on. You've done nothing but talk and posture. And the, the closest right. thing that that you can find to do is solace in 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 a in a, in a in a protest that we know at the end of the day is going to be meaningless and void. So what it what it really requires, and that's why that's how come I said it. If you wanted to leave, get to a woman and leave. That's all you got to do. But because you have no problem getting you a woman that you just want to lay up with and have and have casual exactly. sex with. But then when you but then when the woman gives you what you want, you wanna you, you wanna uh, imply that if she's doing it out of some character flaw. I've seen women. Uh, sisters on so, on social media entertaining the idea of being your second and third wife, and you still don't want to leave. You still right. don't want to leave. Still yeah. making every excuse in the book 
not to leave. What's the problem? At the end of the right. day, the only thing I can think of is you're scared. And don't get me wrong. Now, when I say scared, I'm not talking about, like, you're not scared of just the average white guy walking around. No. You're scared of the system. You're right. afraid of the system because you know that the system has all these built-in mechanisms to, to, keep, you held in, to keep you held in check. But we say it all the time. This is chess, not checkers. So, and that's why I keep, this is this is our cover saying we have yet to formulate to formulate a real strategy. I mean, here it is, 2017, and we're still using rhetoric and and ideas and concepts from the 1960s that didn't work then, but we think they're gonna work now. We have yet to we have yet to to to, to catch uh to catch it to the level of sophistication by which we are we are dominated and disenfranchised. And so, and, and so that's how come I keep going back to, like, you know, back in the seventies, you had, you know, you had the the pimp novels come out where you know just pimps would, you know, write and talk about their experiences in the game and stuff like that. The biggest purchases of those books were black men. The biggest purchases of purchases of those books was black men. At the same time that you had the black exploitation, you know, movie genre. You know, coming along, and for us to sit here and pretend like these those things didn't have any bearing on how we socialize and treat and view our women is disingenuous. And mm-hmm. and, and, and and another thing that I wanted to highlight too is when you go into you know the, the sexual abuse numbers of of our little girls, it's abysmal. Little by the, by the time a girl turns eighteen, sixty percent of black girls are molested. And we and, and we and we know that that's primarily by black men and somebody that they know. And so and, and so like you hear all the time like people like Umar Johnson, irritating genie. These these men these men will say that pedophilia in little boys leads to homosexuality, but you don't say pedophilia to little girls leads to 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 to, to this thought culture. A, a lot of a, no. a lot of these. Young women that we that we that we vilify like people like Tommy Sotomayor and the average black dude out here vilify by by calling them bitch and hoe, and then take and they take great joy in doing it. A lot of these little girls were robbed of their innocence. So that's that, and that's what you're saying. The, the black woman in America has has never had her experience contextualized. She's never been allowed. But to they be know true. that though. That's the that's the part. These men know that. Mm. If you talk to them, right, they will say, "My daughter, my." Hello? Right, I'm listening to you. My sister, my mother, they know. Right, but I mean that's even that's even more that's even more disheartening. So if they know this and they understand this, then it's not the black woman that has an issue with empathy, it's you. And 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 that's why again that's why I said that, you know, the way we and that's how come I keep you know, like every show we've made has been has been centered around uh, around these same issues because they all they all are connected the way the way we view our masculinity and our manhood we think we think that it's a it, it's a negative thing to to treat a woman with respect this is what we think as as as, as black men but then if if a, if a, if, a, if an article comes out or if something comes out saying black men are the are the, are the worst treaters of of, of women that oh, we just being attacked by white supremacy no, the people are telling the truth. They have not a problem that you need to deal with. I'm sorry? But it's the same as, it's the same thing to me as, when I, and I say this all the time because I see it, the, mm-hmm. the blaming of 
black women and saying, like, we never have anything. We don't do anything. We're lazy. We're stupid. We're takers. We're on welfare. We're gold diggers. But then you will go date a woman outside your race and brag about she's got degrees, she bought her own house, she's this, she's that. Right, right. And at the same time, tear black women down for doing the exact same thing. So there's right. no winning. <laughs> you can't win. Right. Either if, you're, if you're doing too much, then you're too independent, too emasculating, too whatever. If you don't do enough, right. then you're, look at this typical lazy. But there's no, none of that same accountability is held on any other level with any other race. So you'll go get a white right. woman who is on welfare and has multiple baby daddies and doesn't do anything, and she's still better than the, the, you know, terrible black woman who went and got a college degree and posts pictures of herself in Costa Rica. There's no, there's no winning there. Right. Mm. Right. I mean, uh, it, 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 and, and that's why I said, you know, it, it goes back to, you know, to conditioning too. And and we have to understand that the, re- the reason why the black female image is – is is on the bottom per se is because the the black man is on the bottom. The, the the black woman is a reflection of of our space and our station within the the uh, the global uh, stratification of of men. And and so you know that's like I said that's something that that we have to we have to own up to. Like I was I was going back and forth with a sister on Facebook about this idea of you know, women respecting themselves, which is something that's very much, um, you know, subjective because self-respect would be in the eye of the beholder. And what we're really talking right. about, you know, we're talking about attire, what attire is appropriate and what attire is not. Now, I never said that I believe in women walking around half-dressed or anything like that. I never said that. But what I am saying is that regardless of, of what the woman is wearing as a man, and as men, you have a you have a you have a, a a responsibility to treat that woman with respect as a human being. Human, respect as a human being isn't contingent upon gender. Where, where, where do you get that from? And then one of the she's going to talk about well, you can't tell men to respect something they don't respect, and that's and that's and that's the problem. They don't respect the woman because they're sexist, not because there's something wrong with the way the woman is dressed. And that's right. what we have to get to, it's because we can make that same argument with with race. Because how do you feel as a how do you feel as a man when your melanin is seen as as lewd? You don't like it much, do you? Right. You don't like that much. And but then when somebody makes an article and says that black men are the white people of black society, you have the nerve and audacity to take exception while while uh, exhibiting every character trait and, and and every internalized toxic view of your own women. That they perpetuate. Yes, you are the white people of um, of black society. No, you know what? I'm not even going to insult white people like that. You are the white supremacists of black society. Let's put it in context. Right. And it has to be challenged, and it has to be called out with extreme prejudice, because because like I said, what they're doing, they're, they're planting some very deadly seeds. That's that, that's that's going to have ramifications for generations to come. And and, and, and true men that that purport to be themselves leaders and kings and have and have intellect and the great should have the foresight to see what's going on. So either these men that allow this that have allowed this to go on and 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 and, and, and because you know what it really is. 
even even the men who themselves who who they themselves don't uh don't don't display that that rhetoric and don't necessarily you know follow the sodomirism. There's there's still like a back you know a backhanded eye wink like you know like they 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 agree with it to a certain extent. They may not agree with Tommy's methods. They may not agree with how the, you, agree with how the, are you a, a a good a responsible black father? How are you a married man who respects your woman? How are you a man who on his day to day life does not exhibit or or sub you know or or show any of those tendencies and then will jump on to a a status or whatever and agree with someone saying all black men are dead be dead. Black men don't love black women. Black men can do better and you it, it's black women that's been bringing us down while you're sitting next to your wife in your two income household and doing this and I don't understand why <laughs> black men who are actually about this that life condone hmm. mediocrity and and condone the, the stereotyping that black men who aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing put forth as reasons why they're not, instead of being like, dude, I get up every day, I kiss my wife, I take care of my kids, I go to work. Why are you not right. able to do that? How is it that you're being held down by the same black women that I, it says they jump on the status and agree with them. I don't understand right. that. I, I'm really trying to understand but, but, that disconnect. Right, because, you know, and like I said, like, um, many many black men don't know how to deal with uh, a, a, a strong black woman. And like when I made my video called uh, "There Is No Black," uh, no, my other video, "What About We," I, 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 I pointed out how that white white women are never asked to sacrifice their femininity uh, for their strength, uh, and vice versa. Like you can be. Why why can't why can't our women be both both feminine and strong? Because masculine mas- masculine strength and feminine strength are, are are two different are two different dynamics, but they're both necessary. Because as because as a strong man, you need a strong woman in your corner. You need a strong woman in your corner as a strong man. But again, this goes back to to what we consider to be black manhood and black masculinity, and this is what happens when you've been promoting certain messages for, for your for your music for the last thirty years and when you've been venerating pimps. And and and, 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 and let's be clear mentality plays then in other like why is that same drive and, and dedication and things of that nature that they claim that they hate in us? Why is that so prized then in other why can they not see that it's the same thing? Like, like I said, it's it's it, it's I I I totally like I totally you know get what you're saying and and you know the um but you know what like it goes back to the other show that 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 me and Kenya did and uh Kenya you you know you could jump in at any time on this um it was the show we made uh I think it was the rise of sodomirism and mm-hmm. you know I was talking about how gender roles traditionally never never applied to black women. Black because they had to do both. Even 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 when the man was present because they had to work and they had to and and they had to go out and and still do the things in the household. And and from our perspective as men, 
you know, it's it's that's good. You know, you, you got your you got your secondary income coming from your wife. She's still doing everything around the house, and you ain't got to do nothing but lay up there and 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 you know and and, and be the man. And, and so it was fine for us. But in but in the process, what was it doing to our woman? Right. You see, and 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 so that's what we and and this is how come you can view feminism as destroying your household when yet when you didn't really give up no you had no real power to lose from it. But it it hasn't destroyed the white boy house, so why come it hasn't destroyed his? Thank you. <laughs> because because, you, because you're feeling as a man. I'm going to tell you why it didn't destroy his. Because your your sense of manhood is has was predicated was predicated upon the con, the the condition of your woman. That's why. That's that's why you view it the way you view it. That's deep. <laughs> Right. Um, I'm, I'm going to be reading some of these comments um, off of my um, off, off of our, from our viewers on our YouTube page, um, and you know we'll answer some of them. Um, you know, we, like you know, we're still building the um, we're still building you know building the program and things like that. And we have some you know we have uh, some ideas that we're going to be investing in. We want to we want to produce a video, and 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 like I said, you know. Black women need this advocacy now more than ever, and because if 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 we don't um, continue to uplift the black female image, then you'll have an entire generation of of of, of black boys who only view our daughters as one thing, and and it, it's not enough to say, well, I'm gonna teach my daughter this so. She can be one of the lucky few that get that, that that finds a viable black man that 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 views her with enough dignity, respect, and value that he'll put a he'll he'll put a ring on it. While the the entire other group of women just languish at the bottom and continue to wallow in the pathologies that exist within these closed spaces. And so that's why we have to get to you know deal with these things on both the micro and macro level because in those spaces when we do like I said. Uh, when we do talk about these women that exhibit these harmful behaviors, there is a conversation to be had about uh, around how we deal with that as a community. But that has to be on our terms, not Mr. Sotomayor's or these other men who only want to do harm to the community and and who have said so out of their with their with their own words. I mean, when you sit up on a and make a video and tell cops just to fire into any group of any group of black youth you see walking down the street. That that's a person that should have no credibility in our community. Should have shouldn't have an ounce of credibility to to say anything. And so we can have a discussion about dealing with those those issues. But we have to make it clear that that women like that are in the 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 the, 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 the minuscule minority. They are not the majority. They are not a plurality of black women out here. Many many black women out here. Many black women who, as black girls, were brought up in the same situations and environments that has produced, by by our own admission, uh, uh, less than desirable black men. And so they they are just as much of victims as as the system as black men. And 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 Hello? that's the, the the stance that we need to have as black men if we really want to consider ourselves leaders and and get something done both for ourselves and for for the community. Also, if a man keeps picking world star hip hop women to entertain, mm-hmm. 
that, you know, he needs to think about what his search criteria is based on instead of, you know, <laughs> demonizing that woman and keep picking. Right, right, right. And, and I'm glad you said that because if I go on a search engine right now and I put up most educated group in America, you know what's going to come up? Black women. Right. If, if, if I go and I put the highest, the highest in, 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 uh, increased rate in, in imprisonment and incarceration, for a group, you know what's gonna come up? White women. So, mm-hmm. But 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 they'll constantly promote white women as some type of standard, as some type of standard bearer of femininity and womanhood, and 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 that's straight out of the white supremacist playbook. Right. That's exactly where. Okay. They. I had a they, man tell me. Who, that, I had a man tell me with a straight face that white women have always mm-hmm. been in black men's corner. That back in the day when the slave master used to beat the black man, the white woman would sneak down from the plantation house to tend to his wound with a straight face and have people agree wow. with him. The black wow. woman turned her back on the black man, but the white woman has always been there. So you can't wow. fight that. You can't. You can't. Mm. That if that's the if that's re, if it, like everything else that has been done to the black man by the white woman does not matter because. This is the image that they have as this savior, as this as this standard bearer, like you said. There's nothing you can do right. to argue that. Like that, there's nothing you can say. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you, sister. This, this, what, what, mm, um, what would you what what would you sisters have um, black men to do? Like with you know, just when it comes to. Uh, the community and and with you know with 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 children with the economy like with building our own economy things like that. What do you think black men could do that would maybe help um, black women? Even like in those spaces where we see the the stereotypical well star hip hop uh, ratchet. Like what do you what do you think some of the things that we could do as 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 men and one of y'all my first thing is acknowledge that the only mm-hmm. thing that I really want is some kind of acknowledgement that that we've been there too. That life hasn't been easy mm-hmm. for us. That we have a struggle just like you have a struggle and then we also have the additional struggle of being women. And I know that a lot of men right. don't like to hear that. Being black is, is biggest and that's the most important thing and black man has been torn down and all this and I see what you're saying. But we have always had a a double struggle. It's just like um, the term bedwinch. I hate it because it implies that black women made a choice to go and be with the master and not with their men. And there was no choice. Can we acknowledge that we are victims as well? And it it seems as though there's never any acknowledgement of that. We made our choice. We did this. We're bedwinches. We're this, that, and the third. We were never there when we've literally been there beside you the entire time. So I that right. that I think will go a long way in, in in some kind of healing, just some acknowledgement that hey, we we've been in the struggle too and we've been right beside you right. and I don't you know, that would be nice. That would be nice. Right. What about you, Kenya? Well what I would say is to, you know, if you are going to say and most men have no problem saying and I agree that men are the leaders, you know, but mm-hmm. 
leader is not just a title. You know, you want the reverence and the perks of being a leader. You don't want any of the responsibility and obligations. If you're going to be the leader, then you have to accept leadership. You cannot then on right. every single issue that comes up shift accountability to the woman because honestly if the woman is responsible for everything that is put on us then that is not men leading that is leadership by women you know even something as small as how so many men feel like it is the woman's responsibility to make sure that he has a condom on his own penis like are we going to make sure you have on socks and gloves as well because why am i uh, responsible for your extremities you know that is your penis you know, and if a woman has raw sex with you, you need to understand and recognize that that in and of itself is an act of submission. You say black women do not submit to black men, but right. letting a man have sex with you the way he wants to have it is you accepting him being the leader and you submitting to that leadership and Amen. going along right. with what is most pleasurable for him. I don't understand why that's not recognized as submission when it is. Right, but and it, but that's the exact reason. The reason why they don't want to recognize that submission is because they don't want to take responsibility. They don't want to right. take responsibility, and this is how come this this uh, standard of manhood that that we've become accustomed to needs to be challenged. And that's and that's why you know, like I made that post the other day when I said, you know, working and paying bills does not make you a good man. That makes that makes you a responsible adult. Right. You know, so I mean, welcome to the club. You know what, what? What about the intangibles that a, that a good man should possess? That a leader should possess? You know, uh, compassion, empathy, character, integrity. What about those? What about those things? Those things that's that's worth their weight in gold, and 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 those are those are things that we don't put enough um, emphasis on as men. And I refuse. I, I me my, me personally myself, I refuse to let my identity as a black man serve as camouflage. For those who, who who weaken and further destabilize our communities and denigrate our, our women and put our children in harm's way because they refuse to step up to the plate and be men, but they want to procreate like men. And 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 in the animal world, uh, 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 the male uh, has to show his worthiness to be able to to, to be able to, to procreate. You don't just get to do that. Just a, a lioness don't mate with a lion just because he's a lion. And and, right. and so these are the types of uh, standards that we need. And at some point, we're going to have to stop giving uh, giving black men all this leeway because this white man is on his ass and has been on his ass for a very long time. The, at some point, the excuses got to go away. If men are going to lead, if men are going to be out front and lead, then they have to be out front and lead. You don't get to pick and choose and be selective when you want to lead. And and and, and that's why I said it, it, they're talking about holding black women accountable. When you look at the stats, black women are are, are are killing the game. And what so what you really want to hold them accountable for is for being successful in spite of your your desertion. You abandoned your you abandoned your post, whether whether or not it was engineered or not, you did it. You still have to take accountability and responsibility. And this thing where black men want want they they have no problem identifying with the black male collective when it paints them as victims, but when it paints them as as victimizers, then they want to divorce themselves from the black male collective. No, at some okay. point we have to take responsibility 
and challenge each other as men to do better and be better. And that's how we'll move forward uh, as, as a people. Until then, we're just going to continue to be middling around in mediocrity and underachievement and, and continue to stay under this system, um, this system of oppression. But um, I wanted to read a couple of these um, comments from the viewers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we could, you know, get the thoughts on it. Let's see. Um, Lori L. commented, she said, I would love for this guy, I think she's talking about me. I would love for mm-hmm. this guy to debate Mumia, I don't know how to pronounce it, seems like an African name, Mumia Ali and O'Shea Duke Jackson. You, you uh, Duke Jackson, so they could talk about MGTOW, SYS, DM and MGTOW. Uh, I, I don't even know what all those acronyms stand for, but you know I'd be open to debate anybody. You know, um, so shit, get it, put them in touch with me, lawyer. I'd do it. Um, let's see. Okay, I, I, cause I got a tro- I got I got some uh, <laughs> I got some troll comments too. Uh, this 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 troll what Flint Flint Town boy said boy you are a big ass simp. <laughs> See so this always, that's, the, that's always anytime you, know, yeah, right. you, you, you know what video you know what video that was on. Right, You're that was on the video from. Right, that was on the video from um, the rise of sodomism. and so you know on that video we on that video we talked about the, the fact is that's fueling this this anti-black woman, you know, fervor and, and, and agenda. And, you know, we laid out stats. We laid out cases for for how come, you know, some of these myths that they promote like welfare and feminism. And Flint Town Boy, the only thing you could say is you are a big-ass simp. You didn't refute nothing that we brought out. So I take that as a win. You could have, you could have posted exactly. and, 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 and laid out a case as for, for why the information was wrong, but you didn't do that. You went to ad hominem out because you have no information. You can't dispute when, some, when, when, when something is correct. Let's see. Um, another, another viewer, Morgan Carroll, said, great video with great points. I never understood the complaints about single mothers or legitimate children. What is stopping the men from actually marrying the woman they impregnate. Right. And, and, and that's why I said that it's a, these things are a reflection of our value system as men. You know, back, you know, when they like to talk about what we had, man, we was getting married at race hiding white people and the children was born out of two parent homes. The reason, the reason why is because we, at, at that time, we, 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 uh, we were, number one, we were predominantly in the South. The, 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 the region with the highest marriage rates is in the South. And that's because of, the puritanical, um, the puritanical ideas of the Bible Belt South. Black people at that time were Christian conservatives, and so, you know, we believed, you know, white Jesus going to church on Sunday and, and, and doing the family thing. We actually had family building principles in place. But what we don't give enough uh, uh, attention to is with the rise of the 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 um, the extreme black power movement pro-black movement that wasn't predicated upon black people uh, living up to the sensibilities of white and proving that we were on the same 
footing with whites that was predicated upon us being much more autonomous and having our own standards. And it, it caused, there was a deviation from those puritanical um, principles that, that, that we had based our relationships on before. There was a deviation. So, and, and, and you even see, you, we even see those same things now. When, when you view those Christian principles as colonization, and then you engage in you engage in in, acti- in, in activity and in, in thoughts that's that's antithetical to to those Christian values. If the Christian values are creating the the family di- the family dynamic that that was creating the the nuclear family, when you when you institute something that's opposed and opposite to that, what you think is going to happen? I.e., Shahrazad Ali in her book talking about the black man going to have a hundred to five hundred uh, sex partners. You see, and so they never want to do an honest assessment of what has transpired the last 50 years. And this is how come, until they do that, do an honest assessment, then they, they'll never formulate an adequate strategy, you know, going forward. They'll just continue to, we're going to say it was this, and we're going to believe in these myths, and we're going to blame these black women. So that was Morgan Carroll. Some of these got some, you know, profan- profanity laced. I'm trying to skip over those. <laughs> so y'all got to bear with me. Um, Mayfair Lady replied, the great liberators, can you set up a hangout? Let us black women speak. Um, yeah, that's something that, that me and my co-host talked about, my Mayfair Lady. Um, we're going to, we're gonna, you know, look at doing that. We just have to figure out, you know, what the topic is and the format and stuff like that. You know, and, and make it real fly when we do it and, you know, really, really, you know, get it popping on that. Um, let me see. Got, some, got, a, got a few more. Um, do any of you uh, of you ladies have any more um, thoughts on the topics, any, any stats, anything you want to point out um, when it comes to the myth of the way with black women? I think the only other thing that I have is... Women, and this is not my preference, this is not what I do, however, I respect the right of of women to be, if they want to be, whatever, free, open, sexually, I don't, that's not my, I don't feel, I. that is a whole other topic that, that needs to be talked about, and I'm not deflecting blame or, or anything like that onto men, however, Right. Um, I think I think the other thing that I need to, people to understand is that a lot. It, it's not a lot. Of, sometimes, mm-hmm. when women mm-hmm. do things, it is not in reaction to or soliciting anything from men. I, I find a right. lot of men feel as though if a woman is is you know, sexual in pictures or uh, even strippers. I've, I've had this conversation that, that they're, they're not necessarily doing that to entice you or, or as, because of you. Um, mm. So I think that there's the, a lot of the, of, of the resentment towards these type of women has to do with the fact that a lot of men feel like, well, clearly she's doing this to entice me. And then when they approach and are rejected, 
then they're upset. Mm-hmm. How did she, why would she do that? And she and she's a tease as opposed to I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this because this right. is what I want to do, or because you know, like I tried to explain to this gentleman, if you go into a strip club, those strippers are not there for you. They're there for your money. That's their job. Right. They're not there, you know, for you. Mm. I, I, I can't. A, right. a woman posts a sexy picture and you comment on it and you see that she has 100 likes, that's great, but it doesn't mean that she posted that picture for likes. It could be that she did that because that's what she felt like doing. If you see right. a woman in a sexy drink, She's not in a sexy dress for you. She might be in a sexy dress because she lost 20 pounds. You don't know anything about what's going on with this woman. And to, I think a lot of the problem is, is that they are so they are so con- convinced that everything that we do is a reflection of or towards them that when they are told you can't do this, you can't just run out and touch a woman just because you she's in a sexy dress because that's not yours. Right. They don't like that. Right. Does that make? I mean, right. I'm not trying to. No, it makes perfect sense. I mean, to that me. makes that make, that makes total sense, and that and that's the you know the point I was I was talking about when I said that that's one of the core issues that's all that's always been facing black men is that they haven't been able traditionally speaking they haven't been able to behave sexually the same way um, the white man has you know uh, like when we, you know when we talk about rape culture and so within our own social spaces spaces we've we've attempted to compensate for that whether it was a, a, a subconscious um thing that we were doing as a you know as a people within our social cognition that's something that we've done and this is how come many times when you'll have like a a, a sexual predator in in the family and this and this, this bastard is is molesting um you know one of the one of the the, the, the female children and the family wants to sweep it you know under the rug or you know just Yo, we can't, cause we can't turn them into the police. You know how they do black men in jail, man. You know that that type of uh, dichotomy. You, you know that's why, and that's how why we have to make it clear that w- women are people too. Black women are people. Mm-hmm. You know they're, they're they're their own corp corporeal beings, and they don't exist to provide you with your sense of manhood. And that's the and that right. has to be the consistent the consistent message that we send to black men and and as men you need to be in control of your of your own sexual urges and desire. It's not contingent upon it's not contingent upon any woman in 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 society for how I control myself sexually. So and and we don't need to normalize that behavior. And and this goes this goes to those religious zealots out there too i don't give a damn about what your religion says right is right and, and wrong is wrong because if if we're going to use the scriptures the, whether we're talking about the bible or, or any other uh so supposed sacred text out there then put your you know put your money where your mouth is i have a there, there's a group of men a group of a group of side of my trying to break in my house right now anybody want to give them my daughter because that's what Lot that's what Lot did in the Bible. That's and right. So, and, and so you ain't gonna give him your daughter. So what are you a feminist? Why why do black men equate uh, black women wanting to be treated with respect as feminist? Why like why, why do you equate that with being a feminist? Black women are uh, see how it gets me angry. Black women are human beings, dude. What part don't you understand? Right. 
what part don't you understand? But like, but again, but then Dr. Tommy Curry can go in his book and 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 make all this eloquent eloquent uh, dissertation and lay out all this this big case for how for how come black men aren't uh, inherently patriarchal? They aren't inherently inherently misogynistic. I don't care if it's inherent. You're doing it. I see you doing it every day. I'm I, I'm around you when women are. I see how you operate. I know how you yeah. Like I'm seeing you do it. So I don't, so I I don't need no dissertation from Dr. Tommy Curry book to tell me what I see you engaging in. And the very fact that you think your respecting of a your respect of a of of a of a black woman is contingent upon the way she she's dressed shows the black male privilege you're engaging in while denying you it right you have it. That that's what you're Absolutely. doing. Exactly. So it, they're full of shit. But like I said, it goes Absolutely. back to the way we can we construct uh, masculinity in, in in manhood because they'll make you think that that's 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 soft or being weak. Black men are not going to find the manhood they seek in the mistreatment of their women. You've been you've been mistreating your women for a very long time, and you still and you still have yet to be recognized uh, as men. By the by, the global male community who refuses to give you a seat um, at the global table of manhood. Uh, we, we're gonna go over a little bit. We got ninety seconds left. I got one thing I want to read, um, and then we'll we'll close the show out. Um, Brandy, you have any other any other thoughts on the topic before I read these stats? No, no. I'm good. Thank you for having me. I just appreciate it. Okay, yeah, Thank we, you for and, being you know, we'll do it again. And we we have like we have some me and Kenya we have some ideas that we want to you know build on with the uh, you know with the Great Liberated Radio Show, and you know we'll be we'll be looking forward to having um, having you involved in that if 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 if, if you if you want to be. But uh, let oh, me read this funny. right quick. It says black women are now the most educated group in the U.S. according to the National Center for Education, according to the National Center for Education. Uh, statistics. So this is like Tommy Sotomayor and others want to call this a myth because they because because the the caricature that they promote just has to be what the average black woman is doing. So even when the when the when the National Center for Education statistics say that black women are the most educated group, you have to go out your way to prove it wrong. But it says between 2009 and 2010, black women earned 68 percent of associates, 66 percent of bachelor's degrees. 71% of master's degrees and 65% of all doctorate degrees awarded to black students. It says the percentage of black students attending college has increased from um, 30% and no, I'm sorry, from 15% in 1976 to 2012 with the percentage. I'm sorry. It says the percentage of black students attending college has increased from 10% to 15% from 1976 to 2012, while the percentage of white students fell from 84 to 60%. So for all this, this myth that they promote of black women just, just, just uh, having, having babies to get welfare, uh, getting black men hemmed up in, in, in jail, being the, the white hand of, of, of white, white supremacy, they're they do, they doing that and getting degrees at the same time, apparently. Because the, the stats don't lie, the stats do not lie. But um, that was the, that was the last thing I wanted to read. 
Um, again, this has been the, the, the Great Liberators Liberators uh, radio show. We have uh, we upload our videos on, on YouTube uh, once a week. The YouTube page is uh, the Great Liberators. I think it's the Great yes, the Great Liberators. Uh, Liberators, and we air Sundays at at 5 p.m. Uh, the call-in number is 646-564-9858. So with that, I'll, I'll bid y'all guys speed. And uh, Brandy, it was a it was a pleasure having you on. And, and Kenya, you know it's always a pleasure. All right, it's a pleasure. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you guys so much. All right, y'all have a good night. All right, good night. Good night.